This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Today is Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. The Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and the Coast Guard. Thank you for your service. Today is Veterans Day. Thank you for your service. A day to honor all military service members. Honor military servicemen and women. Service and sacrifice. Risk their lives for their country. Thank you for your service. So let's say a big thank you to all the veterans. Happy Veterans Day. Showtime. <laughs> Radio's hard, dude. Oh, man. Quick on the itchy trigger finger. <laughs> I guess. Da, da. All right, good morning. Yes, veterans, good morning. Hugs, kisses. John Bear hug. I remember my dad would sit on the couch, <laughs> eat, uh, open a beer, and uh, watch the Weather Channel, sit there in his giant, oversized U.S. Navy veteran baseball cap. You know the f- poofy, the front. You could, mm-hmm. you could, you could store shoes up there it's incredible how big that and he never pull it down i don't know why he never pulled the hat down he just wasn't he he was just floated he just got put it on and just float there just sit there died yeah, a, my dad has that hat too died with a good head of hair on him man oh yeah i don't know what happened i didn't get the hair or the brains god dang uh yes veterans it is your day anything you want what can we do for you uh, a song, a shout-out. What else can I do? We'll think of something. You can, uh, maybe maybe they want us to talk less. <laughs> How did you serve your country? Well, I... I shut up. I stopped talking. <laughs> it's the greatest sacrifice I could make to the, to the union. <laughs> I was told to <laughs> shut up, so I did. And that was oh, the, hell no. That was the end. Uh, four years of silence. That would be a good, uh, yes, good tour of duty. Just shut your mind. Uh, we're going to talk about I-39 supply a little bit later on. Uh, all the cool things coming up for our Deer Camp kickoff. It's just growing into this giant, mm-hmm. crazy bacon party. And uh, a couple of trailers. We'll give you all details on that a little bit later on. It's going to be a damn good time. That's, uh, is that next week already? Yeah. What the? It's a week from today. And then uh, some uh, large hair music a little bit later on. Bigly. Giant 80s tribute. Uh, It's a little different outside. Uh, It's cold. Not too bad, but uh, yeah, definitely going to notice something out there. What's, it was 38 I could feel the change when I went out. I stepped outside last night at about uh, 9. I was putting the cats down because I don't have kids. And uh, I'm like, ooh, oh, yeah, it's happening. Mm-hmm. About 35 out right now. And uh, the high today, uh, 37. Uh, tomorrow, 35. Sunday, 34. So, yeah, uh, if you like... Uh, f- f- any uh, number between 35... Two and 37. Work into your next Powerball line because that's all we're going to have here for the next week and a half. Uh, low about 20. All right. What else is going on? Let's go to the phone. Hey, over to the phone lines. Good morning. Hey, shout out to all the veterans. Can we get some in this moment? Uh, yeah, definitely, dude. Where are you at? Uh, Columbus. Uh, 
this right now. I got about eight minutes before I'm going to work. Uh, nice. Where do you work? Uh, let's just say a Chevrolet dealership. Oh, uh, Chevy. Let's dealership. just say that. All right. Something's happening. All right, man. Kick some ass. Yeah, have a good day. All right. Thanks, bud. In this <laughs> moment. Got oh. it. Hey. What? Hey. Hey, good morning. Morning. Hey, can you guys uh, just shove your head up your asses this morning for me? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Have a good morning, guys. Mm. I, sure. you, know, you know, I really wasn't <laughs> expecting to put that much work into the show today. Shoving my head up my own ass. That sounds like uh, work. Good I thing know. I brought all this baby I oil. If I'm prepared for that kind of commitment. What if I shove my... No, forget it. We'll move on. All right, good morning. <laughs> yeah, oh, shoot. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I just want to say... Thank you to all the veterans for the service and sacrifices. And uh, shout out to my daughter. She was born on 11-11-11. Oh. Uh, her golden birthday today. Awesome. Well, I hope she has a great day. Outstanding, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Happy birthday. Happy- I didn't even get her name. God, I'm a bad DJ. Uh, what was the other part I was looking at here? Oh, goodness. Um... There is, uh, I want you to hunt something down. No, thank you. That's the uh, easiest thing you'll do all day. Oh, okay. I just saw it before we went on the air. Mm. Uh, there is a new Daniel Craig commercial out for Belvedere Vodka. Have you seen it? No. I think it just popped. I do like that gentleman. I think it just popped in the overnight. Uh, check it out and let me know what you think. He's dancing in the whole video. Shimmy's and steamy vodka ad. What? Shimmy is is accurate. Shimmy is accurate. If he's trying to re um, uh, introduce himself as something not James Bond, he just did a great job of it. It's like a two-minute commercial, and he's dancing. Are you watching? Yeah. He's dancing the whole time, and it's very artsy-fartsy, and it's just Daniel Craig being cool and uh a little surprise at the end but if you get a chance the belvedere is his dong a flopping in the air the dong is not a flopping in the air and he keeps his shirt on but uh he's kind of like he goes from like the beginning of it like he, you think oh god they're doing to take off on james bond and then he they flip the script in five seconds and he's just some cool dude that's never heard of james bond just grabbing a bottle of vodka it's fantastic. And uh, he's got some hip thrusting. He, there is some hip thrusting going on. <laughs> it, it's cool because he's outside of himself of that Bond persona. You know? No. Right. Well, the beginning of the commercial even says starring Daniel Craig as himself. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. It, it is not, if you're expecting James Bond, forget about it. It's super cool. You're like, man. I think uh, he's he's getting funky is what he's doing. It's like, man, I could hang out with that freaking dude. So cool. Anyways, uh, great soundtrack, uh, good dancing, Daniel Craig. <clears throat> it's a masterpiece. You're going to love it. Hi, how's it going? Hey, I just want to say thank you, all the veterans, for your service. Awesome. Here, here. Who are you? Here, here. Malachi. Hey, Malachi, what's up? Where are you at? Great you're very, name, dude. very calm this morning, Malachi. Huh? 
You're very calm for a Friday. I'm all buzzed up and ready to hit the town. I think you're too amped up, bro. Yeah, I have to go to school. That's why. <laughs> now, what kind of school? How old are you? Uh, high school. I am 16. Oh, nice, oh, dude. Right on. And wh- where do you go to school? I go to Portage High School. Dude, Portage. We'll be up there. Portage. Portage. And uh, how's school going for you? Everything cool? Yeah, it's going pretty good. Good. And what are you going to do when you... Uh, Leave the confines of high school. What are you I'm do? actually going into the Marines. Oh, dude. dude! Look at you. So cool. That's awesome. Uh, what do you What do you want to do? What do you want to be? What particular skill are you going to bring to the Marines? Um, I uh, was either thinking engineering or infantry. There you go. That's fantastic, dude. Buddy, you're a warrior. We appreciate yeah, you. We love your you, buddy. Are really proud I appreciate of you, you guys too. Yeah, I, I like Thank to you. think of all of you little school kids as my children. <laughs> they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did he say? I missed it. He goes, yeah, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, you, you had a, a very accurate line. Some of them might be. <laughs> oh, crap. Now, I, I, let me ask, how many children have uh, you gone to? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, the over-under is about six, maybe. I don't know, Malachi. Malachi, this is not a discussion for the radio. <laughs> Listen, you go fight for your country and leave your business out of my business. I thought you said that today you're going to be quiet. Oh, crap. I can't. I He's try, on you, dude. I can't shut up, Malachi. <laughs> How, what do I do? I can't shut up. So weird. Oh, man. Well, you right, have a now. good day at school, man. Thank Buddy, you. Say, right, say hi. Thank thanks, you. thanks for listening, man. Yeah. Dude, dude, J.J. O'Rock's Party High School. Trust in the youth, dude. See? Love it. Very cool sounding, dude. A little sarcastic. I like it. <laughs> like the cut of his jib, as we say in the service. Yeah. Hello, how's it going? Hey, Malachi. Semper Fi. Good luck on that career, buddy. And good job, veterans. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, yeah. man. Yep. Thank I you. was in the service from 90 to 94 in the Marine Corps, so you'll have a good time. Oh, dude! Well, thank you. Love it. Thanks. Recor was Recor was awesome. So he'll have a he'll have a hell of a time. Hey, man. Uh, now, did you have a nickname in the Marines? Did you uh, have a have a name or anything? I'm just gonna give Malachi a name. <sighs> no, no nickname. No, not really. I always call us by our last names. Really. All right, man. All right, thanks, brother. Yeah. All right. Happy Veterans Day to him. Thank you for thanking him. Thank you for allowing us to thank other people. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, play some Pearl Jam daughter birthday girl, huh? Oh, hello. That's a little creepy. I'd like to give a big shout out. Good morning. Hi, Dad. Oh. Hi, son. I'm short on funds this week. I knew it. I knew that was coming. Well, Daddy, uh, listen, call Mommy. Daddy is going to the casino for the weekend. Call oh, Mommy. God, uh, the disappointment no, no. is almost like he's your real child. <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Give it a little touch, give it a little push. Make love to the canvas. Give it a little touch, give it a little push. Push, 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 caress it. Very gentle, very gentle, very gentle. Grab it, lift it, lift it, fluff it. You can go on and on and on. Back and forth, back and forth. Happy place. Oh, I need to go to my quiet place. 
Uh, all right, dude. Uh, turns out money can buy happiness. You've been lied to your whole damn life. Um, new study says that uh, money can buy happiness, and it only costs ten grand. Oh wow! Yeah, cheaper than I thought. I know. David Lee Roth always had a great line about happiness. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy a boat to pull up right next to it. <laughs> exactly. He said, he said from his giant boat. All right, so here is how they broke it down. Researchers gave 200 random people a one-time payment of 10 grand. Require them to spend it within three months. Psh, we do that in three days. I think we've just lowered our expectations. <laughs> Which is a, not <laughs> yeah, a bad yeah, thing. You know how happy I'd be with 10 grand right now? <laughs> right? Damn, my move. Mood would improve markedly. Lowered expectations. One of the greatest bits ever. Anyway, um, so they recorded how the people felt on a monthly basis and found that they reported being happier and more satisfied with their lives than the other group of people who didn't get any damn money at all. Yep. That may not seem surprising, but the good vibes continued in the months after all the money had been spent. They even reported being happier than they were when the experiment first started. But not everyone was affected. People with household incomes above $123,000 didn't report any improvements in their happiness. Okay. People from low-income countries like Brazil, Indonesia, and Kenya gained three times more happiness than those in high-income countries like Australia, Canada, the UK, and here. How do they define happiness? What's They their... probably had them do like a scale. Uh, what is your mood today? Zero oh, to okay. five. Okay. You know, da 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 Right, right. Um, they did record what people bought with the ten grand, but they're still sifting through those results to determine what types of purchase purchases will lead to the most happiness. Well, that is fascinating. Healthcare, security, food, probably in a lot of cases. Right. Sure. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, there's countries with ten grand, you can buy yourself a house. Uh, no kidding. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything that makes comfort is happiness. Stability. Stability is happiness. If you've never had it. Yeah. Or you've had a taste of it. Right. Then it was snatched away. Snatch. Don't mind if I do. No, I uh, I try not to be a, a grouch. I've got some fun things I get to do. and, and uh, so, But sometimes I, I just want, uh, I want the impossible things. But it's just fun. It's fun thought. It's fantasy thought. Well, you were pretty angry about not winning the Powerball. Yeah, I had a lot of things... Uh, I had a whole list of stuff I had planned out. Mm-hmm. An island. I actually had an island picked out in the Caribbean, but islands don't come up for sale. So you got to have a you got to have a plan in case the money comes in. You got to have a you need to see if you're going to do some remodeling and put a new dock in and helipad and I mean just the boring stuff. Water slide, <clears throat> whiskey tasting room, and then here comes the hurricane. Forty person theater, uh, secret. Submarine getaway. You better build a bunker because Richard Branson ain't letting you in his. <laughs> oh, it'll be hurricane proof. Mm-hmm. Good. He's gonna buy the a whole, whole island. He's gonna buy a giant rock. Dr- drill giant a, fans. Drill a hole in it. <laughs> be fine. Uh, well, that's cool. Ten grand. Yeah. I, I I understand that. Dude, I've been saying that forever, man. <clears throat> where it's like, if if everybody just got a ten I, grand bump, it's they, like if, it would make. 
a difference, a huge difference to a lot of people. If you would give me a hundred dollars, my happy scale would go up a hundred percent. If you give me ten grand, it'll go up ten thousand percent. You give me a billion, it'll go up a billion percent. Mm. I just go with the, I just follow the money train. Yeah, buddy. What would you do with ten grand right now? Uh, ten grand. I would probably. Okay, let's not pay off bills with it. Let's do something fun, right? Cool. Um, if I had ten grand, well, that doesn't pay for the horse that I want. Um, I'd go on a vacation. I'd go travel somewhere for a long time. I'd do a big, healthy two month or over in Europe. Uh, you'll lose your job here. Well, we're just playing around here, dude. Oh, oh, great. I would, uh, and I probably wouldn't. I could take like medical leave or some BS. Yeah, see, that's the beauty of the billion. You can, you don't have to come back to work. I can't quit working yet. Uh, 10 grand, what would I do? Uh, I might buy like a trailer and a go kart. All right. You're gonna go, go, you're gonna go, go karting. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, something fun, you said. Something different. Yeah. You know? Something. Right, because, I mean, you can't even buy, like, one of them, what are they called, razors or whatever? Those big UTVs, those are, like, 30 Oh, those, yeah. The bells and whistles? Yeah. Yeah, those are 30K. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I so, I, I don't know, something silly, maybe. That's, yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe a few, a little more chrome on the Harley and uh, maybe a little something for the wife. Nice dress for the wife. Dress. Uh, how much does it cost to eat sushi off a supermodel? I might do that. Oh. Just one of Leo's castaways. Do we have that in this town? I don't know. I wonder if you could take. Contract out. I wonder if you could take some sushi into silk. I just have my containers <laughs> of sushi from Hy-Vee. <laughs> but I'm doing it on a Wednesday when it's on sale. She's like, the, the, the manager is still like, oh, Christ, we just washed the soy sauce out of the chair. Really? That wasn't soy sauce. That was not soy sauce. Oh, see, <laughs> you better see a doctor if that ain't soy sauce. Holy crap. <laughs> we, we have seepage. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O. Um, baby formula. Now, you know this because all the kids you got around the area. <laughs> uh, for the past six months, baby formula has been very difficult to find in most of the country. I feel like it's been even longer than that. Yeah, that seems like it's been going on for a year. Right. A great um, baby formula shortage. Right. Three Romanian women were recently arrested in northern Utah in connection with what police say is a nationwide baby formula theft ring. This is bizarre. They stole baby formula from Target, different locations in multiple states. In one case, an employee caught them filling a large plastic tote with over two grand worth of baby formula. Wow. Overall, they've stolen more than $23,000 worth of formula. <laughs> it's unclear if it's just these broads or if they've got the whole crime ring. That doesn't seem like a lot of baby formula. 23000 Well, right, no. Well, like one can is like. I'm just saying, what's your yearly budget on baby formula? A couple of grand? Zero. I don't. Well, no, no, no. I know you. (laughs) But uh, uh, 
I could make a joke there, but I won't. Go for it. No, the, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, but it would seem, how much is baby formula? Wouldn't you budget like three, four grand a year for baby formula? <laughs> That didn't seem like that much. Um, four hundred to eight hundred a month for powdered formula for babies that are formula fed exclusively. Well, that's more than I thought. So there, there you have it. Wow. Damn kids. Here's a titty. <laughs> Put this titty in your mouth. Anywho, um, the women have been charged with felony retail theft and contributing to the delinquency of a minor because they had a fifteen-year-old girl gotta, hanging out with them. You got to lock it up with the tobacco and the tequila. Man. It's already done, locked up. Oh, in the razors. Unclear what they're doing <laughs> with the formula, whether they were capitalizing on the shortage by selling it themselves or if it was like a bigger operation. Wow. We don't know if it was just in the U.S. or internationally. So we're waiting to get some uh, some info on it. Now, stealing and reselling baby formula—nothing new. That's been going on before the shortage. Um, unclear how they were able to find so much formula because most stores, since there is such a short supply, um, they have the available products being kept either at the front counter or behind locked cases. And then these people resell it in their garage with their knockoff coach purses. What? I don't know. What do they do? Or uh, right because I mean, I, you would think like you can't open it up on marketplace, right? Because people would be sus. I don't want to implicate anybody, but uh, somebody I'm married to used to go to a Gucci knockoff party in Janesville. Some lady would have it in her basement. She it wasn't yeah, her idea. One of three women. She went with another. <laughs> uh, she went with another friend of ours, and uh, yeah, they had a. Uh, oh, I should shut up. Too late now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little leery of the whole thing. I'm like, if they raid that place, they're gonna go to jail. What is happening? Will they go to jail? I don't know. I don't think it's like, it's- like like wearing a knockoff Rolex. They look great. Yeah, is it illegal to buy a knockoff purse? Uh, what about a knockoff puss? I uh, I think it. I I don't think they're going to crack a an individual. But I think if somebody's got uh two hundred Gucci purses in their garage, knockoff, they will. That's like uh, wire fraud and crossing state line with a minor. Uh, Jared Subway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got I got thirty pounds of laundry detergent in a Gucci handbag. That's the greatest garage sale I ever went to. Good thing I just got this ten grand. <laughs> I ain't even got a baby, <laughs> but uh, I got myself some baby for it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cut it with my cocaine. No, I don't. I don't. I have no idea about that stuff. But I know there's been some busts for the purses and stuff, but. Uh, God, why why is it so expensive this formula? Why is it what's up? There's a big shortage. There was a recall. Oh, okay. Um why is baby formula scarce? That's it. <clears throat> it's probably regulated heavily. Yeah, so there was a voluntary formula recall by Abbott Nutrition in the months-long closure of a major formula production facility in Sturgis, Michigan. Sturgis. The other Sturgis. So this is from June... The one without Jekyll. The one people don't really run to. Um, Uh, It's probably... Yeah, it's like... It's got to be... Like, very scientifically regulated. It's like a... Because it's like a protein shake for babies. You want to get super (laughs) buff... Is your baby a pussy? <laughs> That's right where my head went. That's really funny. That's really funny. Good. Oh, no. Um, so listen to this. 
As of May 2022, 43% of formula products were out of stock nationwide. Wow. Holy. Now, that's a massive increase from the average out-of-stock rate between 2 and 8% at the start of this year. Right. Some states, Iowa, the Dakotas, Missouri, and Texas, grappling with out-of-stock rates of more than 50%. The cost of infant and specialized formula was already very, very high. But recent safety concerns, supply chain issues, and challenges related to the COVID-19 pandemic have raised the price of baby, baby formula to alarming highs and driven stock Frighteningly low. Average cost of most popular baby formula products went up as much as 18% at a time when millions are still tr- struggling to recover from the pandemic. Um, Those who por- purchase formula at retail stores and resell it online at a severe markup increase the cost for vulnerable families and drives up this, oh, the scarcity of these assholes. Yeah, was, um, I, I kind of compare it. I look at my protein powders and how expensive all that stuff's gotten. Mm-hmm. So, And that's just, you know, generic stuff. So imagine what highly formulated scientific right and some of them are very specific very yeah. you know like right. for allergies or digestive issues or whatever the formula crisis reveals major flaws in the u.s food production and distribution system hmm, you don't say hmm. especially in times of emergencies as well as weaknesses in the country's social safety net hmm, you don't say this report looks at how the crisis emerged and considers the longer term opportunities for the u.s to make food production supply and distribution systems more responsive resilient and yada 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 and none of it, and we're not going to do a goddamn thing about it. Sorry. That escalated. <laughs> well, I see a business opportunity for Quick Trip to start making. Uh, they've got uh, they got enough room up in La Crosse. They can add the, the, the baby formula building. I guess. <laughs> Why wow. not? Sounds like a moneymaker. We should start that. We should start our own baby formula. Well, I'm going to put it. How do you make baby formula? Yeah, how hard is it? You think somebody could just. Well, it's probably- retool like General Motors started making respirators. You think uh, you think somebody could just turn a knob and make some baby formula? So well, I wonder if Carbon Four could uh, turn one of their vats into baby formula. Give them a call. So I'm gonna say first off, kettle kettle brewed baby formula, eight <laughs> percent. Here's a rear barrel aged <laughs> baby formula. <laughs> Do you need your baby to sleep? Try the barrel aged formula. Your baby will be the most interesting baby in the world (laughs) because it's drunk. Uh, No, how how hard is it to make baby formula? It's hard. Now, way back when, people used to make their own formula, but it ain't good because it doesn't grow the brain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there's special stuff in that formula. Special. Homemade formula may not be safe or meet your baby's nutritional needs. Uh, some babies fed homemade formula have been hospitalized for hypocalcemia, low calcium. Give that baby some cheese. Well, what's we're look at us? What's that say? Living in a country where you've got to buy stolen baby formula. <laughs> says, we've got a problem, we're, and the problem is us. We're killing it, dude. We're killing it, dude. Um, are they are they marking it up or or well no it's stolen they're probably right there's a shortage and then people it's steal the best it, best of both worlds or they buy it and then yeah. resell it at a so, higher cost right so for the thief it's the best of both I mean downside is going to jail uh, but upside is shortage I mean the perfect ripe condition right, shortage you got and cash for drugs you, you, yeah you've got cash you just don't have product 
Wow. Um, it is. It's like. It's like what a, about buying other people's breast milk? It's like every Coke movie plot I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like uh, Scarface, but baby formula. I just don't know. First you get the car. First you get the baby formula. Then you get the money. Then you get the car. Then you get the woman. Not a very good Market concentration has made the formula market vulnerable to large supply shocks. The supply of baby formula in the U.S. is highly concentrated. Oh, God. Three brand-name domestic producers, Abbott, Mead, Johnson, and Nestle, supply 98% of all formula domestically. The remainder is supplied by Perigo, a domestic producer of store brands for several retailers. So that's going to be like your Walmart, CVS, and Target, your quote-unquote generic formula. The shutdown of the Abbott factory in Michigan, which accounted for approximately 43% of total consumption of formula, according to the most recent available data, has had devastating consequences. So yeah, if you want... That's 43% of all the production is shut down. Right, right. Even There's, if you s- right. sell it at half price. That, that reminds me of the Tide Pod thing that was going on. It's a quality product, but it's stolen. I mean, if you sell it 75%, you've got the market and the people with the cash. Right. Wow. And then about half of all infant formulas purchased by state agencies and distributed through um, the Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for Women. So it's WIC. Uh, federal law requires state WIC agencies to purchase formula via sole source competitive contracts. Awards are based on the net price the agency must pay, which is the wholesale price charged to all buyers minus a rebate to the state agencies. These rebates are a large source of res- revenue for the WIC program. They range from one bill to two bill annually, amounting to about one quarter of all funding. A sole source contract generates large spillover effects for the winning firm that compensate for the rebates paid to WIC. This is a nightmare. The guaranteed volume of WIC sales causes retailers to give the contract winner prominent shelf space and product placement, and widespread WIC usage may increase physician referrals for contract brands. Nothing is good. Oh, my God. Privileged retail treatment given to the contract winners appears to make it difficult for new entrants to generate much in the way of sales. So there's no, you can't even, if there was, if we did start making our own formula, there's no way we can get into the market. Yeah, you're going to get boxed out. It sounds like the best, uh, the the only answer is a vasectomy. Sounds like it, dude. (laughs) Start swallowing that, you know? (laughs) That's too many hoops. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. (laughs) Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. We have a sponsor. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. <laughs> and with it all, the intoxicating aromas of the turkey and all the trimmings wafting throughout the house. Of course, the centerpiece is the feast. And no Thanksgiving dinner is complete without Wishbone brand salad dressings. And after the meal is devoured and the guests are gone and the dishes are done, maybe the missus is in the mood for love. But the old man has tryptophan flowing through his body. You might have a vulva vacancy till New Year's. Announcing the latest, greatest news to happen to Thanksgiving since Butterballs. Our scientists have mixed the classic salad dressing flavors with Viagra to make wishbone. Err. So go ahead. Have seconds on the turkey. Hell. Have fourths, Hef. She'll say Jenny O. My God. Yes. Yes. 
That's giving thanks. Wishbone. Err. Er. So dumb. Yeah. What? I'm going to have Christy make up a salad dressing label that says wish boner that looks just and then scott that uh, what's the name what's the main brand of salad dressing just name one well i can't even think of them hidden valley sure ken's yeah we'll take ken's logo and then we'll put wish bone er. er and then we'll take I'll, I'll slip it into the dinner table and see how long it takes why wouldn't you just use the wish bone salad dressing oh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a, that's an even better idea that's an even better idea. All right, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to sneak it on the table and see if anybody uh, is paying attention. That's great. Uh, I would I like to see this happen. Can I uh, log into your cameras at home Ooh, and watch it? I didn't know I had any. What What do you Oops, know? I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. Could you pass me the wishbone? Err. Err. Dressing? Yeah, Grandma. That's awesome. Some of my favorite parts. Good. I'm listen. I do it to bring joy, mostly to you. Uh, just throwing this out there. Um, I know that we were talking about how everything's super high priced this year. Thanks, Obama. Uh, if you go to the Aldi, you know how I feel about Aldi. Very good. Uh, they have stuffing for 79 cents. And canned creamed corn for 49 cents. Love creamed corn. They're doing some throwbacks on desserts and stuff. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Have I ever heard of the brand before? Is it Aldi brand? Listen. <laughs> you rich asshole. I don't need you looking down. How many times this week have I wore this shirt? You, Rich and me really uh, don't go together. Being rich and hygienic do not necessarily <laughs> go hand in hand. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so there you go. Make sure you, you hit up the uh, the Aldi. And okay. Nice tip. That's a little poor people problem. Great well, tip. If I'm talking about stuffing a turkey, I got to play this too. She's in the kitchen preparing Thanksgiving. Over the stove she's slaving, looking hot in her apron. And I ask her if there's anything I can do. She smiled and said, boy, I've got the perfect job for you. Would you mind stuffing the turkey? Make sure you stuff it real good. I said, Grandma, I'd love to stuff your turkey and stuff it like no other man could I was a virgin oh. in the ways of thanksgiving she was patient and forgiving said go ahead put your whole fist in but make sure to keep the legs spread open wide but grandma it feels mushy and slippery inside keep stuffing that turkey boy and i think just maybe you'll be making your own homemade giblet gravy keep it up keep stuffing that turkey work that old bird like a young buck should almost there keep stuffing that turkey Grandpa never 
Thanksgiving tips from the elderly. Look, if I accidentally let one rip at Thanksgiving dinner, remember, I'm old. This has been another Thanksgiving tip from the elderly. Uh, it's no excuse, Grandpa. Take it outside. So, take, it, take it to the study, Granddad. Mm-hmm. Um, now with Thanksgiving, of course, we're probably going to have to eat relatives cooking. Oh, I, yeah, I've been, uh, I do pretty good on that one. Yeah. Uh, there's a new survey on the awkward moments that happen when you're around more family. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, one in three people admit to forcing a smile to pretend to enjoy relatives cooking. Yeah. Two in five say they have forced a smile to pretend to like a gift. Those numbers seem a bit low. I think some of you are being nice for some dumb reason. Nearly all of the Gen Z members in the survey say they expect to be asked about their relationship prospects, future aspirations, and career plans this holiday season. More than half of all adults expect at least one difficult question about their future or personal life. Well, you know how you can avoid that. I heard you were right. When are you going to put a turkey in that oven? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something inappropriate. One of my favorite scenes in Christmas Vacation is when Ellen Griswold. You remember when the turkey goes bad when, when Clark cuts it? And it yeah, and it just. And it's all dried up. Yeah. And Ellen's pretending to eat it, and she flicks it with her fork. Yeah. <laughs> it's those little scenes that uh, make me laugh. About half of adults say they struggle to figure out what to talk about with their relatives. Uh, and so some people bail early. Oh, politics. That'll keep the party going. Oh, my God. It's all they talk about. How about that? Shut Ca- up. How about that, Carrie Lake? She's psychotic. Gen Z and millennials have the lowest threshold for extended family time because we've had it. Uh, with three out of four saying they can't even last one day with their loved ones. <laughs> Dude, it's it's true. Don't wear a mega hat to dinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just leave it out in the car. Just give me 20 minutes. <laughs> Can we talk about anything else that's for 20 minutes? Yep. Yep. Why start? Uh, go, go out with your friends. Why start? That's it, dude. That's exactly it. And maybe not showing up is a good message well, you, for them to just provide some other content. Think about think about your your history with the family and and if there's been trouble. It's mm-hmm. like why why antagonize? Oh yeah. Why bother? Well, my favorite part of of family get-togethers used to be when my uh, sister went nuts and would launch food at people. Ah. She got mad at me because I told her this is one of my favorites. Uh, my mom was like, hey, put, have your sister put more Cool Whip in the pistachio salad. <laughs> and I suggested she do that, and she threw a spoonful of it at me. <laughs> so that was fun. Another fun one, same sister. Didn't somebody used to, f- they used to film their dinner, and, and wasn't that a thing a couple of years ago? I don't know. And they, they everybody was fighting, and they secretly filmed it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we talked about it. It was just a couple of Thanksgivings yeah. ago. Oh, that's, yeah. What was your other one? Didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, that's fine. My other one is a personal favorite. This is probably my favorite holiday memory. Uh, my sister was dating this guy for a while. They lived together, whatever. I don't know. She was out of college, so I, what is that, 20, 22? 
And she thought she was getting an engagement ring for Christmas. But she opened up her gift from him, and it was a Walkman. Oh, well, the box And she jumped (laughs) on top of him, grabbed him by his collar, and was yelling at him. And I was, like, young. And I remember just being like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You must have been terrified of Thanksgiving for the rest of your life. (laughs) Well, that was Christmas, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. There's... There's a, I got, and then the bowl of potatoes was the other one that got tossed at me. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> or, or, uh, Volatile family members. As, uh, I, uh, one I like to see is a uh, uh, bunch of white folks sitting around having Thanksgiving, and somebody brings their new boyfriend who's of a different skin tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. How's that going to go? Only one way to find out. Well, the, the answer is to keep a bottle of Crown Apple out in your trunk, and mm-hmm. then when you need to take a walk, just to get away from it all. You got you, you got a distraction out in the car. The potheads know. You go oh. for a walk before you eat, Dude. and you come back, and your eyes are so close together, you can barely see. They call that the pimp walk. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's not ask people about if they're planning on having a baby or anything. Let's not. Let's just decide to not do that this year. Fair enough. Yeah, just things you don't need to talk about. Yo. Yeah, you know what thing you got to keep in mind this year that the turkey thing is going to be uh, thin. There ain't going to be too many of them, and yeah. they're going to be high priced. So you got to. Watch for that. You're going to have to probably get, uh, I don't know, we might get Rocky's Pizza or something. Yeah, I was going to say pizza. I was going to say I'd take a New York strip anyways. Yeah. Hell yeah, Whoa, dude. Hell yeah, dude. On there it'll be all right. Love it. Everything will be all right. All right. Thanks, man. Hello. That's old grandpa with a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving day. You should like that join up at the table to assert your dominance. Let everybody know where you, <laughs> dude. Let everybody know where you stand. <laughs> Trust me, my family already knows my dominance has been asserted. Uh, don't mess, don't mess with that chick. She's crazy. You don't have to go. Okay, it's always an option to stay home. And then, and then show them your pentagram tattoos on your forearm. I show them my tits. Anybody got a anybody got a problem? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn on some WWE and get to work. Woo! Dumbing down your smartphone, one podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. A piece of the wrecked 1986 Challenger space shuttle was found off Florida's coast. Yeah. A documentary crew searching the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Florida for a World War II era wreckage uncovered a different historical artifact. While digging in the seabed, crew members from the History Channel discovered a piece of the 1986 space shuttle Challenger. Of course, we all know. All the astronauts on board died. It just it blew up seconds after liftoff. Was that the most preventable accident we ever watched? Dude, let's talk about your O-ring, bitch. God. Wasn't it? And then the investigation into that has gotten pretty crazy, hasn't it? Because there was that one engineer that was trying to stop the launch. Right on. And nobody would listen yep. because it was so publicized. And then I remember, too, like I, I watched it blow up. We were watching it in school because yeah, there was a teacher on there. I was watching it. It was back then. It was still a big deal to watch those things go up. Yeah. Anywho, uh, the History Channel posted footage footage of the dive on Twitter. They have not quit Twitter yet. The short video shows two divers examining a large piece of debris covered with square tiles and embedded in sand. Yeah, you know exactly what it is when you see it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like what could this be a, a boat? No, it's the freaking space shuttle. 
Been nearly 37 years. 37 years. That's amazing. Yeah, watch the video. It uh, it still kind of gives you chills a little bit. It's sad as hell, dude. Yeah, if you were watching that thing, wow. Well, I was so young, I didn't know what the hell happened. Uh, Neither did the engineers when they were watching Challenger exploded 73 seconds after launch due to a malfunction blamed on the day's cold temperatures. Um, The History Channel will release the discovery of the Challenger findings in the episode set to air on November 22nd. It's part of a series about the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah! Oh, no. That's rad. The Bermuda Triangle. I haven't heard anything about that since I was in high school, I think. The Bermuda Triangle been Bermuda Triangled. (laughs) It's just emerging from itself now. That kind of went away for a while. That was hot there for a minute. Um, Speaking of digging in seabeds and looking at stuff, this is kind of whack. Now, does NASA want that piece? Do they keep it? I don't know. What happened? Do they buy it from the guys? What what happens there? It's the History Channel, so I'm assuming they're going to be good stewards about it. You know, they're going to do whatever needs to be done. This is out of Australia. A group of octopuses uh, caught on camera having an underwater street fight. Researchers in Australia caught the creatures on camera throwing debris at each other during interactions in the ocean. No octopus uh, appetizer for me today. It's like, dude, it's like a family get-together at my house, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Someone's getting mashed potatoes thrown at them. Scientists made the discovery when they recorded a behavior of gloomy octopuses off the coast of Jervis Bay in New South Wales, Australia. They were recorded underwater uh, video cameras in 2015 and 2016. Researchers analyzed 24 hours of footage across several days, found 102 instances of debris throwing in a group of 10 octopuses. That is hilarious. They gathered materials such as silt or shells and released it while using a jet of water from their siphon, a tube-shaped structure that can eject water quickly, to propel it through their arms and through the water. They were able to fling this material several body lengths away from them themselves. To perform the throws, the octopus had to move their siphon into an unusual position, suggesting that the behavior was intentional. Both sexes took part in trash throwing, but females actually completed two-thirds of the throws. That's right, ladies! Why are we still so fascinated that octop- the, the things in the ocean are smart? I mean, we, you know, we changed our whole attitude about cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would we be so surprised about a Well, the octopus, octopus thing challenges a lot of ideas about consciousness. And so that's why. Well, they're tasty. That's that's the other trouble with it. That's the problem with it. It is fascinating. There's and it's denial. Um, in the that book, The Soul of an Octopus, there's a story about one of the caregivers, one of the octopuses in the in the aquarium, did not like her, and would launch water at her every time. And she, the octopus would not do it to anybody else. Just this one person they did not like. And it's it's they're dicks. It's great. I would like to have a domesticated octopus myself. Take, yeah. it, take it for long walks. Okay. <laughs> By the way, how much of the uh, space shuttle has do they think has not been found? I mean, that thing that was like a hundred thousand feet in the air. What? How much of that thing have we not found? Is that a what's that number? Um, roughly 118 tons of Challenger debris has been recovered oh. since the accident. That's about 47 percent of the entire vehicle. Whoa, so there's still a lot out there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't there be? Yeah. Giant chunks of... Well, I don't know that there were a lot of giant chunks. That sucker blew into tiny pieces. Yeah, what was the biggest piece they found? Something floating? I don't know. I don't know. Never. Lo- I've never looked into the recovery of the, of the Challenger, and that's kind of something you can take for granted a little bit. 
Let's see. Um, so the one that the History Channel just found is definitely one of the biggest. And that's it's my Google's clogged up with that mm-hmm. story. But you think a wing would have? Well, that and what was that the underside? Yeah, because I had the tiles, right? Gotcha. Because you see the tiles and you think underside, but you're thinking like a wing would have not would have stayed intact. And maybe they did find it. I don't know. Not that the wings were big; they weren't, but still, they were more like winglets, swept winglets. Man, am I an aerospace engineer? Yes, you I don't know are. Why I'm slumming on the radio? I don't know why either. The JJO Morning Show podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, six till ten a.m. on ninety four one JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.